well, in case you didn't think this week could get any worse for Packers fans, it's only Monday. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. <sighs> Grassy, and today we will be talking about a litany of topics, including A.J. Dillon being diagnosed with COVID, the Packers apparently making a call in to get Antonio Brown, and taking a look at this Thursday's game as the entire 49ers roster is injured. It's not going to matter, though. They're just going to run the ball 75 times. Before I get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, over on Patreon.com slash Tom Comedy, we have Ratatat Matt upgrade into the $12 tier. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Matthew Smith Auto Circus, who is upgrading, and Josh Martin. A big shout and thank you to you all. So it was announced this afternoon that a Packers player tested positive for COVID-19, and then it was revealed that that player was running back A.J. Dillon, who played 17 snaps in the game on Sunday. Apparently, he tested positive in Sunday's pregame COVID test. However, they don't get the results of that test until Sunday night and or Monday morning, which seems to not make a whole lot of sense. And so the Packers have moved him to the COVID-19 reserve list, and now it's kind of let's wait and see if it's spread to anyone else on the team. Now, Matt LaFleur came out in his press conference today saying that they are still going to be holding practices tomorrow. They are going to still have walkthroughs. Everyone's going to be decked out in their protective gear. And again, we're just going to have to wait and see if there's any other positive test. Now, taking a look at this Thursday when the Packers are playing, apparently the NFL and Matt LaFleur are looking at this as, listen, unless we're told no, it's all systems ago. We're still going to be playing on Thursday. Obviously, that's going to depend on if this is just contained to A.J. Dillon. And this could be potentially problematic, obviously not because Dillon is out, but... On top of that, Jamal Williams was dealing with an injury. Aaron Jones, his status is still going to be unknown. So it might be a little thin on Thursday against the 49ers if that game is still played. Of course, we'll keep you updated with that. Speaking of this Thursday's game, you also have the San Francisco 49ers announcing that Jimmy G is going to be out indefinitely with a high ankle injury. He was replaced by Nick Mullins, who will get the start this Thursday. And it was also announced that George Kittle is going to be missing the next two months. He's going to be out eight weeks with a broken bone in his foot and this just continues the god-awful luck that the 49ers are having on the injury front they already have a ton of injuries a lot of people heading or already on the IR list and so you will have a depleted 49ers team who will be taking on the Packers this Thursday so hopefully we win because if we don't there's not going to be enough toasters for that bath in other news you had Adam Schefter going on the Pat McAvee show today and said that he believed that the Packers checked in with Antonio Brown before he wound up signing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I know this has gotten reported, and I, this might be getting blown out of proportion a little bit. He is saying he thinks that they checked in, and obviously it didn't work out, so there's no guarantee. But just looking at this, 
a lot of fans might be scratching their heads and going, wait, but why? While other fans might be like, see, Tom, I told you. However, Goody has come out and said multiple times that they are going to do their due diligence and they're going to call just about everybody. Obviously, the Packers have been tied to some wide receiver names like guys like Will Fuller. And so the feelers are out there. They have until 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow to actually make a trade. Will the Green Bay Packers actually pull the trigger? That's a different story entirely. But if they wind up do making a trade, of course, we'll be doing a video on it. And finally, to bounce off of that, it's been overreaction Monday. The sky is falling on Packers Twitter and all is lost. And listen, losing against the Minnesota Vikings was not the way that I wanted to start my week as we head into the season finale of America this week. However, I think it's important to realize where we actually need help. People were coming out and saying that Devontae Adams is the only reliable receiver out there and that he was getting double covered, sometimes triple covered, still got three touchdowns, and we didn't really get the balls to any other receivers. You had, obviously, EQ with some big drops, and they're saying that's why we lost the game. Now, I'm not against getting a wide receiver, but if you watched yesterday's game and the main takeaway that you had from that game was that, oh, we could have won if we had a wide receiver, you're missing the blatant problem. There's a gaping hole that you're missing in the narrative. What's that gaping hole? The gaping hole that's in our run defense. Our run defense was pitiful. So yeah, maybe if EQ made a couple of those catches, we win the game. But I think the bigger issue is why we even were struggling against a one in five team in the first place. And that's because our defense was God awful. Priorities, people. So while I'm not saying that the Green Bay Packers could benefit from having a wide receiver, then they're just going to have to score more and more and more points because they are going to have to constantly catch up as all the teams run the ball down their throat, which doesn't seem to be very effective. Now, again, if we lose this Thursday because the 49ers just keep on handing off the ball over and over again, then yes, there should definitely be a lot of doubt in Mike Pettin's future. The Packers have gone defense in the first round of the draft for multiple years. And at this point, you could argue that the defense really hasn't made a huge improvement, right? They were some better in some, they were better in some aspects last year. However, we're not getting pressure on the quarterback. The sack numbers are not there and the run defense is not there as well. So yeah, Mike Pettin's seat is probably getting really, really warm now. I think it's going to take a whole lot more. I can't tell you what the exact problem is because I think that there are multiple problems, whether it's with the personnel not playing up to their potential, maybe they're being misused, or it comes down to the defensive coordinator's problem. But at the end of the day, the Green Bay Packers are still 5-2. and two. It's not the end of the world. Hopefully we play on Thursday and we'll see what we got. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.